This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Drake Maverick fooled? Mongo McMichael (laughs) makes the news again. And of course, a hot tag news with Jackson Ryder. All this in a brand new edition of Wrestling POV Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, all right? My producer wrote this for me, okay? So he that's how he has it on there, so shut up. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he does have a point about the flirting. I mean, you and Andy were pretty... Hey, it, that was no fun. It was just mutual wrestling friends knowing the damn product, you know? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> well, next week, it, next quarantine is going to be the '92 Royal Rumble, your favorite Royal Rumble yes. of all time, and you're going to be on it. Favorite. And uh, uh, yeah. I'm, this one is going to be quite the uh, the show, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm trying to bring a friend from good old England as well. Oh shit! That's so, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Matt Novak is he going to be on or what? Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, it may be like a countdown, like the Royal Rumble. Who's coming out the curtain? We don't know who's coming on the show. <laughs> wow. So a lot of different point of views from different parts of the, the country, different parts of the, the states, world. different parts of the world. We just got it going on, my friend. Yeah. I mean, it was a great episode. You guys had Andy Anderson, uh CJ Logan, Elio Canella chimed in every now and then. You uh, went over <laughs> a- AWA from 1982 to 1986, AWA, yeah. the rise and fall. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it was great. I listened to the show. I loved it. Um, some moments where you were trying to put me on blast, but we did be it as it may. We did. It, it was asphyxiating. It, it, it was narcissistic. <laughs> Titillating. Wait, narcissistic on whose end? Was it on my end? It was on your end. Listen, man. But it's true. Come on, not big words. Four goddamn years we've been on this show. I never used to use big words on the show. <laughs> and then I had to use Listen, them. Man. Your ass was on. Maybe it's because you're that a teacher. Education. Is that is that, is. that is that what it's, it is? That's, yeah, it's, that's what did it, it is. rubbed off on me to use the goddamn yeah. big words? Jesus the Christ. Astronomicals. Of Astronomicals. <laughs> <laughs> the multiplication of the graphification. Yeah. Listen, we're sounding like Mongo McMichael. Oh, right speaking of Mongo McMichael, let's get on to the uh, Facebook poll and hater comment of the week. And uh, comment of the week. Uh, Mongo McMichael <laughs> <laughs> making his rounds, I guess, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, Ant- well, well, posted this. Uh, he said, in times like these, laughter is needed. A Twitter page that help, that's helped me in this museum of Mongo Michael's botches. Uh, man, listen. All right, so you want to explain what this... Uh, you, I've, I've been a busy man this week, Rick. Yeah. Very busy. 
Um, uh, listen, man, Mongo McMichael, this this man made a page, not M- Mongo McMichael, but somebody made a page of all his botches, and there's a lot of them. Really? <laughs> so many. Uh, and he's on, it's on Twitter. Um, you go check out the page. It's hilarious. It, you got like a half hour worth of material there oh my to just God. laugh at. Really? This guy was bad. And you know what? I have to apologize because I did bring him up as one of these football mm-hmm. guys that made it into wrestling. You sure he did. He was bad. He was atrocious. He was phenomenally Do you understand bad. now what my point was when, when I was... What you was telling me about Mongo McMichaels, and I told you that. Yes. You, I mean, that's the Listen, reason Rob why. Gr- Rob Gronkowski is ten times better than Mongo, and he's only been in one match. Exactly. <laughs> he hasn't even well, kind of a match. <laughs> yeah, kind of a match, but he got rolled up yeah, by our truth. <laughs> well, and, and plus his little uh, thing he did at uh, WrestleMania. Hosted WrestleMania, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, this was this is hilariously. Bad, and oh, he was in there man. with great guys. Yes, he Kevin was. Kevin Nash, Sting, Rick yeah. Flair. Like yeah. it's crazy how bad yeah. he was. Yeah, um, he was better probably on the mic, you know, commentary, than he was in the ring. Sorry to say, with his hey. little chihuahuas, um, which Don, which kind of gravitated towards me and you, Rick, because we both got chihuahuas. <laughs> Yes, that's true. That's true. But that, you know what? By the way, my chihuahua just had successful kidney surgery. Her Did he? Had to be removed. Yes, uh, and uh, she's really good now. She. Um, yes. It just never, it, apparently it's never worked her kidney. Really? This one that was like five times the size of her other kidney. Jesus. And we removed it, and she's fine now. She's active. She's back to her normal behavior. Good. So, uh, yeah. So, everything's good. going good with that. Yeah, my chihuahua... Look at us getting personal on you know, this show. You know, my, my chihuahua, he's just fat. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he's just fat. My my daughter calls him Sausage. That's not his name. His name is Opie. But my daughter calls him Sausage <laughs> for some reason. And always oh, has. She, she, never calls him, she never calls him <laughs> Opie. Um, but, yeah, no, he's just fat. And and he likes to pleasure himself <laughs> once in a while, and he doesn't give a fuck who's watching. Oh. <laughs> From that Akuta Matata. yeah, 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 potato patata. Uh, Dan Jarvis, he says, I'm checking this out ASAP. R.J. Adams says this should be dozens of hours of <laughs> entertainment. I told you, this is hilarious stuff. Oh right here, man. man, you know what? I I, I have to check it out now. I have to definitely, check it out. Definitely check it out. And all to our listeners, please, if you watch it, go on our page, comment what was your favorite or what was the, <laughs> this is the most egregious moment you've ever seen in wrestling. And just comment on our page and we'll definitely yeah. mention it. Um, but this was bad. Speaking of bad, um, gotcha. Uh, um, our next poll. Yeah, Drake <laughs> Maverick. Uh, released, uh, but then giving a uh, uh, well, uh, according to our Facebook page, among the other others getting released in in uh, bad was it in bad taste? Um, so bas- you posted this one, Rick, and basically yeah. what you were asking was um, the whole, pretty much the whole storyline. Are you saying with Drake, and then all of a sudden, you know, they used the whole release thing, and then and then they gave him a. A, uh, a contract 
So did you yes. think that it was in poor taste? So we'll go with your comment first, and then I'll I'll go to everybody else. What, right, what so me, what's your thoughts on it? For me, it's in poor taste. Um, I've no, we've known that they've done storylines like this before in the past. Where all right, you release, or you're gonna get fired unless you win out. And then when they lose at the end, they end up getting a contract. We've seen this hundreds of times. Um, the part that bothers me is that they did this during a time where they released a bunch of other guys right. and women. And that's where I feel like it's in poor taste. And a lot of people are saying, no, they saw the video. They saw the emotion. Bullshit. Big <laughs> Maverick is not that good of an actor. This was all part of the, the thing they were doing, the facade they were using. Um Drake Maverick is 100% behind this with the, the, the writers. They all knew about this beforehand. They talked about releasing everybody, and they told them, listen, we need you to cry, act like you're sad, and we're going to build you into the story and get you on NXT back into the Cruiserweight division. That's my take on it. I don't think anybody else, if they disagree with me, I don't know what you've been watching. Because then you, you can't call yourself a fan if you can't pinpoint these atrocities. If you can't pinpoint <laughs> these clear as day moments in which right. have changed wrestling. Like, this is obvious that this was a fake out from the beginning. Right. And that's my POV on this whole thing. But, uh, but, you, uh, but what are your thoughts, though, about... Because you posted on here, you know, was this in bad taste as far oh, as the other 100%. wrestlers go? Yeah, 100% bad taste. You you shouldn't do that. This storyline you could have done at another time, but you did it when everybody else was getting released. And even Leo Rush was pissed off about this, and uh, he went on and wrote it on uh, Twitter about how in poor taste it was because other people's lives are affected by this. And you go out and you just mm-hmm. play a storyline like that? that? Come on. And, and the thing is... Uh, listen, Drake done what anybody else would have done. I feel like Leo Rush would have mm-hmm. done the same thing put in the situation. However, when you look at it as a whole, for me, it's poor taste. I, I just I can't agree with it. Yeah. Can't. Yeah. Well, I mean, but but we did say, though, and I, I'm just going to throw this at you. We did say, I don't remember what episode. It was a couple episodes back, maybe, or maybe even from last week. We did say about that if Drake Maverick wins, he, he has to win this title in order for all this to, to, to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we did say that if he didn't win the title, obviously he would be fired. I mean, we didn't we didn't consider the swerve of Triple H coming out, making himself look like a massive babyface, by the way, <laughs> and giving him that contract. We didn't consider that. You know what I'm saying? I think if we did cover that base, um, which we should have, but we didn't, and it just shows how much of a mark we are. But no, you, it, you, you it know, happens. Listen, and, that's what and, happens. But the thing of it is, would it be the same if he won the belt? You know, would you still have the same opinion? If he won the belt, obviously he would have to stay in WWE. Obviously, they would have to get him some kind of contract. But instead, they swerved us and and we were all... Because, come on, Rick. You cannot tell me while you were watching this and then he when the the hand went down to three and he lost, you couldn't have been like... I know you were like, what the fuck? Damn, he's done. Listen, listen, it's a great story. 
It's been done. It's we've seen it before. Mm-hmm. We felt it before. You feel that. <laughs> but the problem is, is that you did it when you released so many other people. But what if he would have won the belt though? Would you still, still have these been, It still would have been bad because again, <laughs> you used this thing to tell a story, and again, it's a great story to tell. Mm-hmm. It's a great underdog story. Mm-hmm. But at the expense of your other athletes, that's where I'm just like, I can't agree with it. Yeah, but they really didn't throw those other athletes in, in this storyline either. You know, no, they all, threw all, them away. All, they threw them away. But all they did was say he was part of the people that was being released. And he made an issue of statement just like everybody else did. You know, was it part of the storyline? Did they really tell him to do that? I'm going to go on the yes side of it. You know, after seeing all this, I'm going to go on the yes side of it. But like I said, we're all marks for this sport. We're all marks for wrestling. And you cannot tell me that you didn't feel something when he first did this video. Regardless oh, of, if, if, you know, we were like, you know, because I'm sorry to say Drake Maverick did grow on to me. When he first got into WWE, I didn't like the whole GM thing for the Cruiserweight or 205 Live. and all. I hated it. Um, but he did start growing on to me when he was chasing the 24-7 title. And, you know, the storyline with, with his wife. And, and it was hilarious. And then this. It goes to show what kind of talent Drake Maverick is, too. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. But, now, but let me ask you this. Do you think he deserves this? To stay? Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like he's he's done what he needed to do to stay in the in the company for sure. Okay. But I do agree and though. He, this probably wasn't a little bit of a bad taste. Um, but at the same time, and this was part of my rumors. I might as well say one of them. Uh, say it now. Uh, but some WWE talent uh, that was released in April have received offers to resign with the company. Okay, but only for a fraction, not not as much as they were getting before. Um, I'm assuming, and, and and now Rick, for me, you know, making over a hundred grand a year, that you, you got yourself made. No, you're to good. live good. You're good. Um, yeah. So, so that's why, like, that, part of the reason uh, why I had this in the rumors was because think of it this way, okay. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallus were making, I think, like five hundred grand each. Um, yep. Let's just say, if you know, because I mentioned it in the rumors that they were uh, a fraction of what they were making. So let's just say they said, "Listen, we want you guys back, but can you go down to three hundred thousand? Would it be selfish of them to take that, uh, not to accept that deal, or look at it as somebody like myself and you, and be like, "Fuck yeah." <laughs> I'll take that damn deal. Give me that money. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where you have to know your worth. And if they true. feel like, listen, you gave me five hundred thousand before, what's stopping you from giving me five hundred thousand again? Right. And if they if they try to lowball them at three hundred thousand, then they could be like, all right, let's meet in the middle. Give me four hundred thousand. Right. Right. So it, it's one of those business oriented kind of things where it's right. just like, what's your worth? What's your lowest you're willing to go to, mm-hmm. and is this a, a deal breaker? And, and, and it's just like it's. And Vince McMahon is the smartest guy in the business. He, he is. knows how to he get is. you guys to feel like you need this, even though you can go to other companies and probably make more. He's like, but you need WWE. 
Yeah. Or you need this well, opportunity. They, hence, Drew uh, Gulak. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Drew Gulak went out and said, I'm going to get me some money. Oh, no. 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 Nothing. Nothing. Nothing out there? No. None? All right. All right. All right. Uh, um, hey, Vince. <laughs> Vince. Uh, <laughs> I'll take the deal. You want to take the deal now? Uh, we're going to cut 50% off the top. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, mean. So, you know, I well, I mean, it's not like they're given an opportunity to come back. I know a lot of the guys right. that were furloughed are coming back. Yeah. You know? Um, it was a business thing. It was about keeping the money. He was losing a lot of money. So he was. Get- he was. Um, but for me, you know, and I, I probably won't know, but the person in me, I'm like, I'm thinking that he is being a little bit too greedy. It's supposed to be a billion-dollar company, and you still can't yeah. help these guys out. That's how I see it. But, I no, mean, you true. just said he's losing a lot of money. We don't know how much he's losing. Um, he filed for bankruptcy for the XFL, but I heard some other stories on that. So I was kind of like, because at first I was like, God, you're worth billions, dude. You can't tell me you still couldn't have supported the XFL, but there were some other things to it. And I kind of understood. I don't want to go too much into it because I still don't know. But as far as this goes, um, I understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, I think they did all this. And then they released uh, that statement that that they were still uh, offering to re-sign with you know those people released back to the company, but only for a fraction. Um, I think Drake Maverick did get a pay cut in this. I really do. But at the same time, Drake Maverick is, is smart too. But like you just yeah. said, if they offered it to anybody else that that got released and says, "Listen, you're not going to be released." But we're going to have to cut your pay and da-da-da. You want to do this storyline. And anybody that was released would have said yes. Okay? Oh, of course. I've said this many times on the show. The, the amount of money that these guys make, they're sitting pretty, number one. Number two, that, and that's why I brought it up, uh, um, Anderson and Gallows making about 500 grand a year. Is, is 200 grand going to kill you? Is 100 grand going to kill you? It's nice to have, but you're on TV. The that money that you're getting per year is not just that, because you're getting some money off of merch sales. You know, you're getting money off of whatever else appearances that you do. So you're making, you can probably make that up with that. Either way, comments. Scott Young, he says not at all, and honestly, we don't know what he was. Uh, we don't know that he wasn't released, and they saw that video he put out, and were like, "Yeah, let's uh, sign him and run with this." So no, I don't think it's. I don't think so because we don't have all the facts behind it. Um, Do you honestly believe, Scott Young, that Vince McMahon saw this video and said, "Oh gosh, that that hit me in the heart right there." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> He said, he looked around, he said, which one of you can cry? Is Drake Maverick said, oh, well, I can do it, man, I, I can do it, and fucking went out there, cried on a video, and got the fucking job. And let me Come tell you on. something, man, I mean, I like, I'm a, I'm a fan of Drake Maverick's, but that motherfucker can't cry for shit. That's the most <laughs> ugliest cry I've ever seen. But Rob Campbell responded to Scott Young and said if he was released, Impact would have met with him like they did with EC3 and others that were released. Rumors are Rusev and Aiden English are going to Impact. 
Um, well, you know what? Rob Campbell, who what? asked you to do rumors? But you know what? I like Rob Campbell. You know why? I do too. You know why? why? Because he didn't why? say that they're going to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> he said impact. <laughs> oh, man. Tony. Uh, Scott- Even though they took his rumor, Tony. No, he's good. He's a good guy. No, he's, he's, no, a good guy. he's good. He's good. He's good. He's uh, good. Scott Young responded to Rob Campbell and says, but we don't know that. They didn't. Uh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. No one knows any of the facts about what happened, so it's not fair to judge what we uh, when we don't know. Okay. Okay. Rob Campbell uh, posted his own, and he said it was like it was a work. Uh, stories like that have been happening since the '70s or earlier. Yeah, it's true. So I mean, yeah. it, it's just it's one of those stories that just keeps getting repeated, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, poor taste in the timing. You released a lot of people, and a lot of people didn't like it. So that's that's my take on it. Yeah, um, I mean, but it was still a good story at the end of the day. Um, I think it's still um, cool that WWE did reach out to these guys again and says, hey, we really want to bring you back. But you know, now, are they being smart, though, because... Them saying they want to bring them back, but only give them because I think they overpaid a lot of these guys. Number one, uh, yes. only because of AEW, I think uh, that's where they're coming from with this trying to resign these guys back at a lesser rate because I think they know that AEW probably still won't match what they're making in WWE. Oh, I don't of know. course, I agree, but. With that being said, Scott Young, I, I have to say, is definitely the hater comment of the week. And Rob Campbell is the fan comment of the week. And sure. uh, take it away, Miguel. Hater alert, Scott Young. All right. With that, um, being, with said, that being said, I think it's excuse time. Me? Yeah, yeah. Excuse me? You, you're goddamn right. <laughs> I'm not done yet. Our hater comment of the week is brought oh, to you by the, the biggest hater I know, <laughs> Kenny Casanova. Kenny Casanova is a writer. Uh, go to WOHW.com today and purchase a book of the many books that he written about, of uh, written for uh, former wrestlers. Kamala, Tito Santana, Dangerous Danny Davis, Vader, Sabu, even a science fiction novel he has. Check it out on WOHW.com for the biggest hater I know, Kenny Casanova, and buy his book today. Um... Tito Santana is giving out an 8x10 autographed picture with every purchase of his book. There you go. So picture perfect purchase. Yeah, and he'll personally sign it for you. Okay? Uh, All right. Now, with that being said, it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. (gasps) Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. A little late on that. Little, just a little late. Just a little late. I, I'm Not trying. Really. All right. All right. You're trying. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. Thank you. Uh, AJ Styles turns 43 years old. Dang. Serious? 43. Time's, al- time's almost yeah. up. Yeah. Time's almost up in wrestling. Yeah. Where, where do you uh, think he speak. goes from here? I think he's going to retire become- with, with WWE. But I'm oh, saying. absolutely. I, but what I'm saying is, what do you th- where does he go after wrestling? Do you think he'll stay with WWE and do some behind-the-scenes stuff, or it'll be a lesser uh, it's hard schedule? To say. I feel like, see, like people like AJ Styles has wrestling in their blood. It's mm-hmm. one of those things that it's going to be difficult for him to give up. Yeah, like I don't see him 
giving up so easily. But um, I, I do. I, don't see I will him. say this though: AJ, he's making millions of dollars though. Yes. He's one of the uh, I'd say top five in making money there. Oh, in the millions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and he does know how to save his money. So yeah, it's not like um, he really. I don't want to say really needs it, but I don't know. Where does he go? It's it's in his blood. I I feel like he'll go into training, be a trainer. Honestly, I don't see him as a producer. I don't see him as a manager, as a a, a mic piece. I see him, honestly, as a trainer. And I see he has four kids. He has three boys and a girl. Um, His kids all love wrestling. Maybe he trains one of them. I can see him in the performance center training young people. You know, right. I think he would be a better trainer than Shawn Michaels. Oh, I mean, yeah. Shawn Michaels is down there. Well, he Shawn Michaels is walk. looking at two different rings at the same time. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! I'm I'm damn. sorry, but but the thing <laughs> is, the the one like the when they're showing the Undertaker's last ride thing, I oh, crack the fuck up every time they show Shawn Michaels. He's like, I don't even think he knows what he's doing. It's like, Sean, are you looking at the camera? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jesus. my Lord. Oh, man. How do you get the heartbreak kid to the broke down kid? Like, what the hell? <laughs> to the cockeyed kid. <laughs> oh, man. What happened, bro? Oh, man. Oh. Well, happy birthday, AJ Styles. Um, From James AJ Storm. Cockeyed. James Storm turns 43 years old. Oh, wow. Um, you know, James Storm had that one run in NXT. I was hoping for more. He I had one match. Too. Yeah. Um, but uh, him and Bobby Roode would have, oh, my God, they could have cashed in and made such a great tag team. Beer, yeah, money, beer money. Bringing that to to uh, Raw SmackDown would have been excellent. Yeah. would have loved it. Yeah. Um, Drew McIntyre turns 35 years old. Still young. Still got about a good five, yeah. six years, maybe. Yeah, he's in his prime right now. Yeah. Um, he really wants, prime, but he really wants to work a program with Jinder Mahal. He really wants well, to do that angle. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't. well, give me a couple more minutes. <laughs> That's we'll why I didn't say nothing. <laughs> there you go. You good job. Speaking of well past his prime, Jake the Snake Roberts turns sixty-five years old. Really. Yeah. Why did I think he was older than that? <laughs> well, obviously, drugs and everything yeah. have a way of aging you. They I mean, sure Axe Marty Janetti. They sure uh, do. Axe Shawn Michaels. Um, yeah. Um, who else? Oh, last but not least. <laughs> can't believe I forgot this. Rick Sorrell the third turns <laughs> 33 years old. Wow. Woo! 33? Yes. I thought you were older. I know. I feel older. <laughs> Jesus. But, you know, the one thing that makes me feel young is going on quarantine with you guys. Um, it's like a 17-year age year age gap there. So, um, it I feel is. a little bit young it talking is. to you guys. All those old fogies. <laughs> well, is it, wait, isn't Helio your age, too? No, Helio is older? a year younger than you. He's, He's a year younger than me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Oh, oh man, you old guys, you're cracking bones. I'm right there. My bones are cracking. Sons My of hair arthritis. Is out. <laughs> oh man, I'm getting there. With that being said, it's now time. Well, for I, the wait a minute. I, I will tell you, 
you hit 40, it all it's downhill from there because everything drops. Oh. <laughs> You'll have the ball knees going. <laughs> all right, yeah, the wrestling news from around the world. Around the world. In my only bit of news this week, a Leo Rush publishes an email of working in a hostile work environment. Um, in this email, he go he doesn't mention names. He blocks out the names, but he didn't mention the names in the email. He just blocked them out. Um, but in the email, he goes on to talk about. We've heard this before from him about how people were telling him, "Go get my beer. Go get the beers for the older guys. Carry bags, stuff like that from the locker room." He also went on to mention that because he refused to do some of those things. That they started making up lies that his fiance was going backstage when he says security can vouch for him and say that she was never backstage in the locker rooms or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes on to say about the hazing continued, pick mm-hmm. up my bags, do this, do that. Um, and then he says that it was racially motivated. Now, in my opinion, I don't see it as a racially motivated thing because this is a thing that's been going on for decades. Mm-hmm. About how you got to pick up my bag and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I, for one, am totally against hazing of any kind. I don't agree with it. I am maybe the new school mentality. You tell me to pick up your bag, you're going to get a... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> pick up your own fucking bag. Um, but uh, getting drinks and stuff like that, again, I'm against that. That's not for me. Like You're making more money than me. Why am I buying your shit? Like, mm-hmm. like, I get it. You guys want this hierarchy and stuff like that. And you, Tony, are part of that old school mentality. So tell me, yeah. what is your thoughts on this whole thing? No, I, 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 that I don't like. And and okay, there, there was a lot. There's a there was a lot of us like that. But respect was. I don't want to say it was hazing, but respect was had. You know, that was taught for us. You know what I'm saying? Um. But we, we would have Jimmy Snuka, Tito Santana, uh, King Kong Bundy, Ivan Koloff, all these guys that I have wrestled with. You know, the one thing that we were taught, and, and for me, I was more about the respect part more than the hazing part. I never liked yeah. the hazing. I never was like, you know, hey, go grab my bag for me and bring it to my car. No, fuck that. I'm a big-ass man. I'm a grown-ass man. I can carry my own shit. And... I'll tell you this much. If I did see somebody doing that, I would correct them, too. And I'd be like, hey, you were no better than him. You started at the bottom, too. Did anybody ever do that shit to you? No? Okay, so why are you doing it to him? You know, I would correct that shit, you know? Um, but, I, like I said, I was more for the respect thing. Because I, I believe respect goes a long way in this business. And, like, if I was sitting down and I'm getting my shit ready, and I'm looking around, all seats are you know, taken, and if somebody like a Jimmy Snooker would come in, I offered them my seat. You know, I, yeah. I, you know, it's out of respect because these guys did. A lot of wrestlers paved the way for us to be in this business. You know, so I'm gonna show him that respect. He's done a lot in his lifetime. I'm, I'll give up my seat. I don't care. Give him the bigger locker room. Uh, yeah. Give him the private locker room and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny because. I remember when we went down to Tennessee and rest in peace, Brian Christopher. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went down there and uh, I was excited. I was just like, "Oh, Brian Christopher's right there!" Yeah. And you're like, "No, no, give yeah. him his space. Let him, yeah. let him be on his own." Blah blah. And I didn't give a shit. 
<laughs> still went. <laughs> because that's the mentality. Like, yeah. you had this mentality of give him respect, give him his own space, whatever. I went right up to him. I said, Brian, what's up, brother? I'm Rick from fucking yeah. New York. Remember? Oh, shit. And uh, we had that, that conversation. We talked and everything. It was, it mm-hmm. was fine. But I can understand where you're coming from with that. Like, you want your own headspace. You want your own, your own spot. But uh, it's one of those things where it's like things slowly start to change. Because Brian yeah. Christopher wasn't upset. He didn't no. uh, get mad or anything about me being there. Um, he did say after a moment, like, all right, I just got to get ready. And I was yeah. like, all right, cool. You know, yeah. and that, that's one of those things. Um, now, Brian Christopher Lawler is one of the nicest guys I ever met in wrestling. Because there yeah. are guys who would tell you to fuck off, kid. Get the yeah. fuck out of my face. Yeah. And then, and then that's where, all right, let's respect that. I'll respect your, mm-hmm. your space. A lot of but people will say, again, I just fucking got yeah. here. Give me fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> and even after 10 minutes, you're like, I don't want nothing to do with you now. <laughs> but again, it's just like, I'll give you your respect. Don't fucking tell me to carry your bags, though. Like, yeah. That's drawing a line. And I feel like Leo Rush had me until he started going, all right, this is racially motivated. Right. Because I don't, and somebody like Mark Henry would fight you on that. Yeah. That, that that's not how the business is with him, you right. know. Um, and Leo Rush and Mark Henry are from two different generations. Mm-hmm. Um, but Them Leo two Rush, I feel like going after each other. Yeah, they were going after each other too on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, Leo Rush saying that Mark Henry was not standing behind his brothers, and yeah. it's just like. Yeah. That's where you lose people, Leo. Like, stick to the facts. Stick to what is about you. Personalize yeah. it. Yeah. Don't go trying to reach out to other people to get them on your side. You just yeah. tell your story because I'm behind you. Do mm-hmm. not, do not haze people. Do not attack people. Mm-hmm. Do not tell them to buy you stuff. Don't like that's just totally uncalled for and it is. something that I wouldn't stand for. Yeah. Let alone yeah. somebody that's a professional wrestler. Yeah. Like, this guy's making money doing the same thing you do. Yeah. We're on the same fucking level, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've just been doing it longer. And that's that's right. where I, I draw the line there. Yeah. No, and I agree with you. And, and I like I just said, too, you know, for me, it was just about the respect thing. Um, you shake everybody's hand when you come into the locker room, you know, regardless of who, if you know them or not. You go in there and you shake everybody's hand. You find out who the veteran is in the whole group. Yep. If you just so happen to be going up against that veteran, give that veteran his, you know, the respect and let him. All right, what do you want to do in this match? You know, you've been doing this a lot longer than me. You know, I, I, I would never go up to somebody like Tito or Jimmy Snuka or, or um, any one of those legends and say, all right, this is what I want to do. Get the fuck. <laughs> they would look at me like, wait, excuse me? And, and I, a lot of the newer generation, that's how they are. You know, listen, this yeah. is what I want to do. I want. I need to get my shit in, you know, because they want to look good. I'm sorry to say, but it takes two to make one look good. Exactly. And you know, for me, to look like a, a monster in the ring and a beast and you know the big guy in the ring, I need for this guy to really sell my punches. I need this guy to really sell my Samoan drops. I need this guy to really sell when I power slam his ass. And and for me. I'm going to do the same for him as the comeback kid. I'm going to let you get your shit in. But don't you dare come up to me and tell me this is what I want to do. And I'm, yeah. I'm just going to look at you with it like, oh, hell no. Yeah, and give you give you a couple potato shots in the ring and let to, just to let <laughs> you know. Um, but 
No, I, I agree with you. I, I, I never did like the hazing, but I do believe in the respect. And respect does go both ways, but at the same time, you got to understand these veterans in there, you do got to give them that respect. You can't just walk in there and expect them to respect you. They don't know who you yeah. are, but you know who they are. So show them that respect, and then I guarantee they will respect you back. Actually, the one thing, uh, you brought up Brian Christopher when we were all sitting in the back, remember, talking about, you know, doing the whole, you know, too cool gimmick, and he looked at yeah. me, and what did he say to me? He goes, let's go, let's dye your hair blonde, and, and what did I say? Let's fucking do it. And he goes, see, yeah. that, he, and he gave the compliment of, see, you know, I was kidding about that, but... You were willing to do it, and I like people like you. Yeah. I love compliments like that because I was. If he had a hair dyed kid, I'd be like, let's do it. You know? Because <laughs> this, honestly, it was like, we don't know when we were going to see Brian Christopher again. So that's why I was like, shit, yeah, we'll do it. I don't have to do it. I don't give a damn. You want me to be the Rikishi? I'll be the Rikishi. You know, he, he got a good <laughs> laugh about it, and it was funny, but he was kidding. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, he did pass away and, you know, it, it, this, it's still a memory for me with him. Yeah. And I'm sure it is with you. Probably one of Absolutely. your highest moments with you. Yes, it was. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Right. Well, that's all the news I have for today. Go on to the rumors. All right. Rumors, Rick. I told you you're going to be upset with this one uh, before the show. And yeah. here we go. All right. Let's go. All right. Ric Flair. What? That's yep. crazy. What is it? I, to I told you you were going to get mad. I told you. All right, so that's all I got for the rumors. <laughs> all right, no. Ric Flair and WWE came to terms over the rights to trademark for the man. Jesus. The latter has been using for, you know, obviously Becky Lynch. Uh, the belief yep. is that it was part of his re-signing with the company. So... Before he resigned, he said, no, you got to give me the trademarks for the man. And uh, looks insane. like they gave it to him. So when Becky comes back, is she going to be saying the man? I guess not. That's crazy, Didn't bro. It? Didn't it? That is insane. What's bro, the, you're... Now, what does that tell you about Ric Flair? Woo! With a tear in my eye. <laughs> um, I don't know why. That I that is. Before, but... Yeah. That, that's insane. That is honestly insane. He... he... That, that's insane. I can't... Like, bro, Father Time is knocking on your door. Mm -hmm. You know, you got... I'll give you 20. <laughs> you got 20 years. <laughs> I, I, mean, you, I, I thought you meant you'd give him 20 bucks. Bro, he, he could use it the way he's he, acting. You know, he would take it from you too, right? Yeah, he would. Because he is selfish and... He loves he, money. He comes off it. I, I, you know, I don't even think he would give it to his kids. I don't think the the whole this whole thing is about his kids, his family. It's about him, Damn. and it's always has been and always will be. But, and that's the person you don't want to be. But let me tell you something. I think his character made him this way. I don't think he's yeah, really because I've agree. met Ric Flair. You know, yeah. I've met Ric Flair. He's not that way. You know, as he portrays on TV and, and, well, with all this happening, you know, he really isn't. You know, he, I, you know, because I had my military hat on and he sat, we sat and bullshit for a while, you know, and he was a really nice guy. I just, I honestly think the character that he built on himself stuck to him. 
you, the high flying, you know, wheeling, dealing, Jeff son Ryan, of a bitch, you, you know, limousine <laughs> riding, plane riding, all that. Sh I think it got to his head. I really do. Because Bro. let me tell you something. I, well, it was, um, I want to say, uh, what is it? The, the, the high, switching spouses or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wife swap. Wife swap. He was on that yeah. show. and Yeah, he was. He is, he's about that life. He's yeah. he and, and it's a character I think that took over who he really is. He yeah. he was he loves spending money. He loves living that kind of lavish lifestyle. I But he don't got it. He don't got it. And I think his wife even said that he doesn't got it like that. So that that's why he's making all these appearances and all this other shit. That one, yeah. this one fucking idiot who thinks he's Ric Flair. Uh, I'm not even going to mention his name because he's a piece of shit. This dude paid Rick $10,000 to show up at an indie event to say that he's the, he's the, the nature boy. <laughs> Rick don't give a fuck about that name. He got paid 10 grand for five minutes of his fucking time. 10 grand. For five minutes of his time, just to say that this wannabe idiot is the nature boy, and he—it's—it's uh, it's online too. It's, it's, so if you guys want to look it up, feel free. But five goddamn minutes, ten thousand dollars—you paid him just to so just so people can think, oh my god, he's really nature boy. No, you're a fucking idiot for wasting ten thousand dollars. Anyway. I, you would give me ten thousand dollars. I would have called you the fucking the biggest dick donkey on the planet, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my lord! All right, so some call-ups are happening. Dominic Dijakovic will be one of the NXT wrestlers getting called up to the WWE main roster soon, and they're saying to Raw, okay. and uh, they're saying he might be after Apollo Cruz for the uh, USA USA for the US Championship. I can see that. Yeah, uh, that's and a that'll good be a good match. Him, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, would be, but he can't lose. So he... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Those are burying talent. Uh, there's also other discussions about bringing Io Shirai and Velveteen Dream up to the main roster. That sounds about right. They yeah. definitely need uh, Io Shirai on SmackDown, I would say. Mm. Um, or, no, Raw. I think Raw. Raw, Raw. Uh, yeah. I think Velveteen would be suitable for SmackDown. But I think yeah. Vince would want him on Raw because of his flamboyancy. Um, yes. Nothing ever came about those allegations, huh? No, nothing. Uh, well, there you go. Not, so bro. you can't believe everything you see on, on, on the internet. Uh, but I'm glad, though. I'm glad. You know, it would have been very detrimental in, uh, for him uh, yeah. to have this, you know, resolved right away and clear his name. Obviously, if I haven't seen anything out there if it's if this is squashed and it came out to be false i say shame on those people that were trying to put him in that situation i really do that because that's wrong you don't do that just because you know he's 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 got his he's building his character and his name doesn't give you the right to try to destroy it if it that's true especially to make up shit so yeah all right but if it was true <laughs> it, you're lucky velveteen and mm -hmm. don't do it again exactly I agree. 
I agree. Uh, that's all I got. All right, on to injuries. I mean, Tony kind of spoiled it a little earlier, but I think it was Almost. like a preview of Almost. what he wanted to do. He wanted to give you like a little sneak peek Almost. of what we're coming into. Almost. And it was Jinder Mahal has under went under the knife again on his knee. Uh, no, uh, no reason why we haven't been told why he needs his knee surgery or it, what happened on no, the severity of the injury. I think it was a knee scope. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, it won't be that long. I'm, I'm not. If it's a I'm knee not scope, a, it ain't I'm that long. A, I'm, no, it's not because I just had my knee scoped. Uh, how long ago? Last was it last year? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, I think it was last year. And I was only out for like three weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, but because like I said, when he said he just got out of surgery, the way they wrapped it was the same way they wrapped my knee when they did the scope. So that's why I'm assuming it's a knee scope. If it was anything other, more serious, there would have been a lot more padding. <laughs> there would have yeah. been a lot more padding around that knee. But it was just a, a, a ace bandage and a gauze. So yeah. if that's the case, that for me, I, I'm assuming it's uh, a knee scope. But you know what they say about if you assume. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I know. I'm down. I'm down with the lingo. I know. Oh, I know. You, you are down Mr. with the, with Mr. the Rick, lingo? Mr. Rick, I, I'm curious. Uh, what, what do you think he means? It, obviously, it's about assuming. And, <laughs> and when you do it. You, you assume. Just assume. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's that's not it. But okay. All right. Let's just move on, please. Please. <laughs> oh my lord. He loves put. He loves throwing you under the bus, huh? Yeah, definitely. I think you deserve that, my Rick. Life. I really I do. Did. Because. I did. Um, you put yourself in that predicament, and um, it's it's it just didn't work for you. No, you know it didn't. Why are you the it was insubordinate. Oh. Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. <laughs> he hasn't done that one in a while. Can we move on to hot tag news, please? Please. <laughs> All right, hot tag news. Jackson Ryder, Rick, you posted this one. Of the Forgotten Sons has used... Riker! Issue. Riker, I said Riker. You said Riker. I said Riker. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, has used the recent tragedies as a way to promote his political stance as well as his wrestling catchphrase. Other wrestlers including Kevin Owens, Ricochet, Mustafa Ali, Sami Zayn, Joey Janela, former wrestler Dave Batista, disagreed in his words... Uh, sh uh, at, with his words and showed uh, where he stands, as well as his tag partner, Steve Cutler. Um, you asked the people, what's their POV? So be more elaborate on uh, this, Rick, while I get the comments ready. All right. So now this is obviously a very touchy subject. This is very political. And it's one thing that we try not to get involved in because we are a wrestling podcast. But when the yeah. wrestling world and politics come together, they clash together. This is gonna be the podcast that you're gonna to want to listen to because we're gonna go give it straight and we're gonna be respectful about it. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna give our point of view on this whole thing. So mm -hmm. there are obviously there was a, a major fault flaw in our our system justice with the, system. the tragedy justice system with the tragedy of George Floyd. 
um, being murdered by a cop. Um, and that's my POV on it. Um, this whole thing became a, turned into a protest. And of course, when you have protests, you have some people out there that think beyond the protest and think selfishly and start looting and rioting and stuff like that. The people are angry. I am angry. Um, and justice needs to be served. Um, and I just feel like Jackson Riker, who I learned is a Trump supporter, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's your POV. That's your take. I disagree with it. As I said in the comments, I just that's not that's not for me. I don't support that. But Jackson Riker has shown to be a Trump supporter. I look back years on his Twitter feed, and he has supported, retweeted Trump numerous occasions. Mm -hmm. um, but this time, just felt wrong. And for me, it was just basically a, a moment that he saw weakness in society and he used it to try to get over his character. He used his forgotten no more catchphrase that the Forgotten Sons use in support of Donald Trump. Now, there are moments in time where as a heel, you can use to antagonize. You can use real life situations to antagonize people. They've been doing this since the 70s, since the 80s. Right. The Iron Sheik and so on and so forth. But this one just feels like not the time to do this. Um, and again, the Forgotten Sons, I didn't know were supposed to be a Republican, Democratic thing. I just thought they were supposed to be military, stable. Military um, biker gang. Uh, yeah, and they were... Um, Yes, Jackson Riker was in the Marines. So was Steve Cutler. He was in the uh, the Armed Forces. Um, this right here just doesn't seem natural. It seems that he went out of his way to get a rise out of people. And boy, did he. Kevin Owens came at him pretty hard. Um, Ricochet, Batista leveled into him. Um, and basically, and Janela said that someone's going to shit in his boots. <laughs> something bag. that they've done in his bag. Something they used to fucking they, back into the hazing days. That was the hazing. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And ribs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it, you go on to Steve Cutler, your tag team partner, who was just like, wait, this is real life stuff. Mm. I, I don't support that. I'm not part of that. Like, we are a tag team and we do stand by each other. But when it comes to this, I do not stand with him. So for your own tag team partner to come out and say that, that's when you, as Jackson Riker, have to be like, damn, I fucked up. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't take this situation as serious. I, I And listen, I get it. He wanted heat. This was not the way to get it. Right. Tony, what's your take on it? All right, well, um, Steve Cutler, uh, this was his comment. He says, although I am part of a tag team while I wrestle, I am my own person with my own... Uh, thoughts and beliefs. It pains me to see what's going on in the world. I fought for the freedom of our country and all of the people who live here. Uh, regardless of my political views, I am not blind to the injustices that continue in this world. I have chosen to stay silent because I don't know how to put into words the heartbreak I feel watching uh, what is going on across our country. Um, now, this, now I, obviously, if you didn't know, you know now, uh, I was in the army for 10 years. I was in Desert Storm for a very long time. 
Um, I, I got tons of medals, Purple Heart, you name it, I have it. Um, I did fight for this country. I did fight for the freedom for this country. But I was also, and this is just the military in me, is that I never saw color, okay? I served under, a, you know, people that were black, brown, yellow, every color you could imagine, I served under. And we always thought that we, and we still do to this day, call ourselves brothers um, and sisters. I think that the this whole thing was very bad timing. If he did this to try to get his character over, he should be ashamed of himself. Um, but at the same time, my upbringing, even before I was in the military, I was also, uh, things happened to me from white people, also happened from black people, also happened from Spanish people. Doesn't mean I hate everybody. I don't. My upbringing was to educate them, explain to them, Hey, come here. Listen, I know I'm a different color, but I'm just like you. And this and that, all this other stuff. I, I've been wanting to say this for a while, and I've been, I've been too silent. But the reason why I've been silent is because I'm tired. I really am tired. You know, I, I'm almost 50 years old. I've been dealing with this shit for just about all my life, even my own people. So what am I supposed to do? The whole time for me is to educate, because honestly, there's a lot of dumb people in this world. Rick, as a teacher, I'm not comparing the two now, but as a teacher... Oh, yeah. When you're teaching these kids and they don't understand, what do you do? I teach them. You still I, teach I, I them. Get down, you find a I different get them to way. Their level. Yeah, you get exactly. to their level. You find a different way so that way they have a better understanding. So when they do have a better understanding, what happens? They, they learn. Can go out and teach. And exactly. Learn. They go out and teach other. They people can teach they other can... people, and that's where I wish this tragedy that happened. I just wish that people would embrace that. Because I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to make a comment and everybody that's listening right now, just understand that these are our views. These are our opinions. And also, these are these are these are my personal experiences. So the language I'm going to use, I'm not using it in hate. I'm not using it in just I'm not using it to insult anybody. I'm just giving you a real life story that happened. And this wasn't even not too long ago. OK. A place that I used to work at, uh, I think it was, you know, and I don't want to, I hate sounding this way, but it was predominantly white people working in this place of business. I was sitting in the lunchroom and we were talking and then there's this older gentleman, a white guy. He must have been, I would say at the time, he was probably close to his 60s, late 50s, maybe. And we were talking and then he made a conversation. And now mind you, there was about six or seven of us in the lunchroom. And he came out and he says, yeah, that little monkey did blah, 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 blah. You know, I was like, I go, I forgot his name. I'll just call him Steve. Uh, and I go, Steve, that's all I did. And I looked at him. He was like, what? The man had no clue that what he said was a racial comment. Yeah. So I didn't embarrass him. I didn't put him on blast. What I did was I pulled him to the side and I told him, I said, do you know what you just said? And he goes, no, this man literally did not know that he said a racial a slur. And I told him, I said, I go, that's a racial slur. What does it mean? This is a, mind you, this is a 50, late 50s, early 60 year old man. He did not know what it meant. And I had to tell him what it meant. And he apologized to no end. 
And, and I said, you don't have to apologize to me. I said, but you need to educate yourself and educate others on this isn't right. You, this isn't things that you say. Yeah. He just didn't understand. This situation with uh, Jackson, all these other people that work with him, Titus O'Neil, Ricochet, um, grabbed this man by the hand and said, listen, I understand you fought for our country, but what you need to understand is that at this time, what's happening now, this wasn't the right time. Give him a chance to apologize. Give him a chance to educate himself. Um, I, you said it. A lot of people did not agree with him. I didn't. I don't agree with him, and I served just as much as he did. It was just bad timing. If you support Trump or not support Trump, you're still my friend. I don't care if you support him. I really don't. I really don't. Because I still didn't care if you supported Obama or you didn't support Obama. You know, a lot of people's got to understand this has been going on for way too long. And I'd never have hate in my heart just because somebody uh, likes a certain person. I don't I, no, that's your opinion. That's you're entitled to it. I'm not going to look at you differently. But, yep. you know, if, if you make comments like this, I will continue to educate you until you understand. And that's what a lot of people needs to do. Don't sit there and be mad. I understand. And I'm with all of y'all on that. You can be mad and that's okay. But the one thing I even taught my kids this and they're half black is that all you can do is educate these people. You can be mad and that's fine. That's understandable. But un educate these guys. Grab that fellow white man. Grab that fellow, you know, Asian person. Grab that fellow, whatever color they are. Grab them by the hand and let them know, listen, I'm your friend, but I need you to understand something. Okay? Yeah. You got to understand, people, a lot of people out here, I just gave you a, a clear explanation, and that's the God's honest truth. That's a true story, what I just told you. But the thing of it is, there's a lot of people out there that are like that. People that say all lives matter. I'm not hating on them when they make that comment. All their, like, I'll give you a prime example. How they see the world is just like how hippies see the world back in the day. They loved everybody. Yeah. So if you're yep. going to tell them that one thing was better than the other, they're going to disagree with you and say, no, but I, I love all animals. You know, that, that's yeah. how they are. So, but you still got to educate them. And the one, the best way, and I got to give props to my beautiful niece in, in, in Arizona. She made the, you know, she's very religious and she made a, a nice comment to, to better explain to people you know, why other people get upset about when they come out and say all lives matter. Um, now, I'm going to do my own version of it. She went on a different tangent on it. But my version of it is when there's a school of fish that happened to wash upon the shore, you know, let's just say 50 of them were white and then there was the one black fish. OK, you start pushing these fishes back into the sea. There's still that one black fish off to the side. You're going to go and rescue them. And then there's still a few left. But they're almost at, at uh, you know, they're almost at the water. And then they're all looking at you like, why are you rescue? You know, don't, why don't you just help us? You know, it's, no, because this one's in pain. This one's hurting. He needs to go back into water too. Okay. A lot of yeah. people that say all lives matter, they look at it as if all the fishes are drowning. Oh, drowning. That made no sense. If all the fishes are on the shore, they're going to push all the fishes back into shore. That's how they see it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you do got to explain to them your pain. You do got to explain to them why everybody's saying black lives matter. You do. 
And that's what I, like I said, I explained that to my kids and I'm, I'm very proud. Uh, one of them did do that. You know, he explained yeah. to him, you know, I, all we can do is educate. And that's, that's what you can do. There's a lot of ignorant people out there. A lot of ignorant people out there. And sometimes you just can't get through to them. Um, I'm sorry to say we were never born with hatred in our heart. You know, yeah. that shit was taught. Um, and all you can do is, do, you know, do the same. Um, this whole thing yeah. with Jackson Ryder, he's entitled to his opinion. If he was doing this in just for his character... He, he was wrong. He was dead wrong. And I'm not going to agree to that. Uh, but again, everybody else, they just need you guys. Kevin Owens, you know, Ricochet, Titus O'Neil, go to him and say, listen, we need to have a talk, man. And explain yeah. to him. You know, if he still doesn't get it, then keep explaining to him. He'll get it. They'll get it. People will get it. Uh, Tom, TJ. Uh, he said, uh, now is not the time to spout rhetoric or use a very serious problem as a vehicle to promote your wrestling catchphrase. This is disgusting and very sad. I can't believe the WWE will let this happen. Again, free speech. I'm not agreeing yeah. with it. I'm not agreeing with it, but he is entitled to free speech. Just like everybody well, else is, is entitled to free speech. The thing is, as an educator, if I write something that goes against the policies of the Department of Education, then yeah. I get fired or right. something like that. So along those lines, yeah, you, you got free speech up until a certain point, especially mm -hmm. if you work for the WWE. If you notice, there were no Forgotten Sons this week on SmackDown. Well, th so that this, tells was, you anything. this was taped and they weren't in it to begin with. No. This was before. Well, we'll see no, next well, week. We'll see next week. Because they because they have the ads. So they, they, they mm -hmm. could have had a promo. They've had they a promo every week for the last month. So right. they could have probably had a promo taped and they probably pulled it. Mm -hmm. Um, my whole t like like Tom said, this is not the right time to be no. saying something like that. No, and I, I but totally disagree. you know, but but like what you said too, he's been doing this for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, so with with that, it's like it's it's poor timing, dude. He's this never is... used a catchphrase though in all of his Trump supports. Oh really? Tweets. He's never used his catchphrase. So this is the first time that he's ever used a catchphrase during right. a Trump support tweet, which is showing us you chose the time where the country is burning, mm -hmm. literally burning, to promote yourself. And mm -hmm. that's that's sad. It is. It is. And he's wrong. In my opinion, he's wrong. Uh, so Will Weed, he said, uh, so what? Just because he is a supporter of Trump doesn't mean anything. Obviously, it was all okay with him before he said anything. Just goes to show you uh, how one-sided and ignorant this is all becoming. I just said exactly. You said it too. Jesus Yeah, Christ. it's just, this is, and that's when um, you just decide to split the country into two. And mm -hmm. you say you're on this side or you're on that side. And uh, people just are ignorant. That, that's an ignorant comment right there. Because yeah. you're, you're choosing to ignore the fact that he's promoting himself. He's yeah. not... You know, yeah. Whatever. He's, he's trying... I, no, I, I know, but you know what? The thing... And I'm not defending it, so please. I don't want anybody to think I'm defending it. But a lot of wrestlers done that to, you know, before, oh, of course. too. But it's totally different when they did it. They didn't do it at a time where the country needs to get together as yeah. one. And not be separated. He, it was very bad timing. Very, you know, it was uncalled for. And he should have been, I've said this before. Somebody, I hope 
somebody reached out to him to talk to him. Uh, J. Robert LaBriere, LaBriere, French, he said he is allowed to have an opinion. They tried canceling Jericho too for saying all lives matter, but I don't see any of these guys coming for Jericho. So they pick a smaller fish. To be honest, all these guys hating Riker can suck the glass dick. They, sh- uh, they should try saying this shit to Vince, take her trips or Kane's faces because they too share Riker's belief. If anything, Riker should be con- commended for standing up for his belief, uh, standing up for himself. He is a fucking vet and fought in the name of this country and has every right to voice his belief. The man has earned it. I've earned it too. I've heard and, it too. You know, I know this guy personally. You do? A guy that actually, I actually trained with this guy. And I can tell you, and I'll say it to his face, and I hope you're listening. You're full of shit. And at the end of the day, I would say to Taker's face, I would say to Vince's face, I would say to Triple H's face, I would say to Kane's face. You have every right to vote for who you want to. You have mm-hmm. every right to believe in who you believe in. But you, they would not. They would not, I can promise you, would not think that this was the right time exactly. to promote yourself yep. when your shitty catchphrase, like Kevin Owens said, you chose this time when we need to all come together to promote yourself fucking hate. You promote your hate yeah. for this country. Because that's what that is. That's hate speech in my opinion. I'm sorry. Mm. You're taking this time to attack. And, and, and you're, you're, you're not even doing it. So you're doing it subtly where you're showing support to one side, which you know is against the, the movement that these people are suffering for. Mm-hmm. So he didn't even have the balls to do that. And you tell people to suck a glass dick. First of all, Jericho corrected himself on that all lives matter nonsense. Yeah, he did. And the other thing is, again, he went and went the coward's way out, right? He used his, his platform to promote himself during this horrible, horrible fucking time. And I, like I said, I'll say it to your face. I'll say it over the airwaves. You're wrong for saying that. And I've seen what you write on Facebook. And I've seen what you say on Facebook. And I choose to ignore it because I would not go into a verbal altercation with someone as ignorant as you. Yeah. And then, you know what, Tony? I, would, I, I don't even want to read any more comments. Because no, I know there are, because there are a lot more comments that are as ignorant as that. And again, really? if you want to be ignorant... And that's who you choose to be. Don't choose to be that on us. Yeah. We don't like honestly. I don't care who you support. That's fine. But if you decide to be ignorant and hateful, then you find somewhere else to go. Yeah. Because that's, that's that's not who we are. No, no, and I it's am, not. And and the thing of it is, and you know, I'm so glad that our show isn't part of that narrative of you know people believing everything the media says. And it's true. Yes. The media, I'm sorry. The media, they're in such control of everything oh, in this country. Yes. And everybody either chooses to believe it or choose to don't believe it. I don't. I'm one of them. I'm sorry. I don't believe anything this media says anymore. I just don't. Because they're, they're only doing it for themselves. Um, back to this idiot. I, I don't even know this guy. But that was just such a lame comment. Um, again, at a time like this, no, is he, listen, and I know I just said everybody does have a right freedom of speech and they do. I still, I will, I will always support that. You got freedom. You can say whatever you want, but it doesn't mean I have to agree with you either. 
And it okay. has consequences of what you say. A lot of times you it have does the have right consequences. To say, yeah. You have the right to say whatever you want. Yes, you do. But there will be consequences yeah. for what you say. Just just choose your words. You know, People will but respond. You know, yeah. I also always believe, too, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Exactly. Um, and, and speaking of which, Sonny, she went off the deep end in a racial Twitter yeah, uh, comments. I'm... She's out of control. She's out of her mind with the shit she was saying. Then you got Linda Hogan. She goes. Yeah, what off the happened deep with end. that? I didn't. I like. I she, saw and and Tony Khan said that she's banned from yeah, AEW. She went, to, she went on to talk about how these Afro Americans are the problem and basically saying that Linda they're the ones this? causing all these yeah causing all the riots and all this other shit. And it was just like. All right, so Tony Khan, I applaud you. He bans Linda Hogan. He also wow. goes on to mention he banned Hulk Hogan from his past comments that he made on that video wow. uh, about uh, Brooke Hogan dating black people mm. and him dropping the N-word. And Tony Khan said it in a, in a post recently. I cannot support that. How can I go back to my football team? How can I go back into the locker room? Go back to my friends and say I support this. I can't do that. Right. I can't, as, as an American, go back and say, I support these people. Just because he got caught on video, I'm supposed to act like it didn't happen? Yeah. He said what he said. And you know what? Tony Khan, I agree with you. You know, as much as Hulk Hogan was an idol for me as a kid, it's tarnished. Yeah. You, you can't look at him the same. Mm-hmm. Linda Hogan, that's, that's horrible for her to say. Oh. Sonny, she's been on a downward spiral for decades now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Jail time so and everything. Did, yeah. So, mm-hmm. guys, you guys, something's got to change. And, and you know mm-hmm. what? The one good thing I can say about my generation is that we're fucking digging up these bones and we're fucking exposing every fucking body. <laughs> and you know what? If you said something in the past, you better fucking come out in front of it before it fucking gets dragged out. Mm-hmm. Because we don't take lightly kindly to those fucking apologies where you're like, oh, I'm sorry I said this 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Why did you say it 20 years ago? Yeah. You yeah. know, come out in front of it and say, you know what? I made these comments. I was a different person then. I'm not as educated as I was. Don't come out in front of it when you get exposed. Yeah. That, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So for me, this whole Jackson Riker thing, I'm going to put an end to it right now for me, is that Jackson Riker, you're an idiot. You went out. And again, you can show your support to your president. That's your president, whatever. That's fine. But you went out of your way to pick this time and day to use your shitty catchphrase, like Kevin Owens said, to promote yourself. And that yeah. I cannot condone. Yep. And I'll. And before we close this off, uh, this was a statement from uh, Titus O'Neil. Uh, he okay. came out and, and uh, you know, regardless of what you know, we we uh, critique. Titus, as far as his in-ring ability, as far as him being a wrestler, uh, he he will always be, I think, famous and known for uh, Titus World Slide, uh, yes. you know. But at the same time, WWE kept him for a reason, and this was one of them right here. Uh, and and this wasn't because of the color of his skin. It's just that he is an ambassador for WWE. Uh, yes. He made Father of the Year. Uh, he 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 does a lot of uh, good things outside for the community um, that uh, 
they they kept him for that. You know, I really do believe that. But uh, his comment was, I'm begging everyone with my platform and along with my WWE superstars, the NFL, NBA, and everyone else, Major League Baseball, enough is enough. You can't clean up somebody else's house if your own house is dirty. And I, when he said that, I was like, that is just spot on. Uh, we have a great reputation of being a great city. He was talking about Tampa uh, with great leadership. But this is not the way to do it. Having this stuff just planted everywhere, this is ridiculous, man. And to every single person out there that is protesting and somebody is telling you it's the wrong thing to do, no the hell it ain't. It's the right thing to do. And if they don't like the way you're doing it peacefully, screw them. But for all you out there that is agitating this with your public comments, throwing bricks at police officers, you throw a brick at me, don't think that I won't throw something back at your ass. They're human beings too. They're not robots. So for once, we as a country have an opportunity to come together and say, you know what? Enough is enough for all races. You know, he couldn't have said it better. And We try not to get into politics. I know that. And, and we really don't because we always looked at our platform to entertain, to give you guys the news, to give you guys a, a different version kind of of what happens in the week of wrestling with our, you know, humor, with our, you know, what we've experienced and everything else. This time around, it's something serious. And people, regardless of what entertainment spot you're in, need to take advantage of this and and start again educating because that's all you can do at the end of the day is educate these people you can't continue to segregate and separate yourselves when the other people are and, and trust me i know there are still morons out there they really are sometimes they just can't even be reached eventually i'm hoping god willing that they will i love what ant says at the end of the MMA show, you know, uh, God be with everybody, you know, to each and every one of you. Um, I know I butchered it, Aunt, but that's correct to each and every to everybody. But we got to also help our fellow man. If they don't understand, please educate them. I try to educate people as much as I can. I really do. If it, if it goes through through to them, then it does. If it doesn't, I still wish peace for you. I still want you to eat, just not at my table. So with that being said, let's take a pause. Let's take a pause. When we come back, we have uh, Raw Notes. Actually, we have This Week in Wrestling and then NXT TakeOver in your house. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is The Godfather, and you're listening to P-O-View, the view. Fuck, see, I just fucked that up. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is The Godfather, and you're listening to the POV podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot of stuff to be covering around the world of professional wrestling. But first, we're gonna go to go to. I'm butchering this whole thing. <laughs> you have no idea where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, go to collarandelbowbrand.com. <laughs> go to collarandelbowbrand.com and save yourself ten percent by using promo code WPOV. That is W-P-O-V. Save yourself 10% by going to CollarElbowBrand.com. Purchase a t-shirt today. Get yourself 10% off by using promo code W-P-O-V. They have a lot of great shirts there. But you can get some even nice shirts also as well 
at ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. I'm fucking this whole thing up. You, Go you, to ProWrestlingTees. You know what it is? It, it was the segment before. It got me all emotional. It got me all jacked up. All right. Let's try it again. Yes, com slash WrestlingPOV. Buy a shirt today from the Wrestling POV podcast. It helps support us. It's for $19.99 plus shipping and handling. You buy a shirt today. It helps us keep going. We have three shows that we now have on our POV podcast um, air. We have Wrestling POV. We have WPOV Global, where they cover everything outside of WWE, and they're doing a tremendous job. TJ Logan, Elio Canella, and Anthem Liberated, as well as MMA POV, which covers all of MMA stuff with Deontay and Anthem Liberated as well. You don't want to miss out on these great shows. Every uh, Monday night, you can find out, you can find the show of MMA POV. Every Friday, you can find WPOV Global, and every Saturday, you can find us. WPOV podcast. So go to prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestlingpov and support all three shows today. Speaking yes. of support, MMA POV has a pay-per-view points game tonight for UFC mm-hmm. 250. You don't want to miss out on that. You still have time to get in there and put in your picks. You have until 5 p.m. Eastern time. So get in your picks today and you have a chance to win an autographed Randy Couture bobblehead doll on top of a $50 gift card. Wow. You don't want to miss out on this great opportunity today. Place your bets. Place your bets. Go on the wrestling sure. paper. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm butchering. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Go to our Facebook page, damn it. Uh, Ant's got the, uh, the, the card on there. Uh, and also with the rules too, right? He's got the yes, rules in it. Does. Okay, so yeah, just go on there and uh, place your bets. Put your, make your picks uh, actually, and um, it's it's pretty fun. I did horrible in the last game, and uh, I'm hoping to redeem myself this game. Um, you know what? Let's just get on to uh, raw notes, shall we? All right, I just get one bell. That's it. All right, thanks, Miguel. All right, so. The highest point for me for Raw, it wasn't a bad show. Uh, honestly, it really wasn't. But uh, the highest point for me was, I'm still looking, it was Drew versus MVP. The whole shenanigans that happened at the end of that, that was pretty cool. I also liked uh, Apollo Crews versus Kevin Owens. Uh, getting attacked yes. at the end, though, by Angel Garza and Andrade. I gave it a two and a half. Um, my low point, though... And it was just weird for me. Oh, you know what? I apologize. Those two was not the highest of Raw. For me, <laughs> the highest for Raw, and I gave it a three, was the Charlotte versus Asuka. I gave that yes. a three. Let me tell you something. Charlotte is, I mean, wow. What, what can you say? It's, this girl's a workhorse. Yes, she she is. really is a workhorse, and she's just tearing it up right now. She's improved so much since NXT. It's like I gotta give her, I gotta give her credit. Uh, the other one I have, well, she though, she is the greatest women's champ of all time. Well, we did, yes, we did vote her in. Uh, but <laughs> my uh, my other one though was uh, Seth versus Aleister Black. I thought that was very good too. Um, I, you know what, Rick? Though, I, and I gotta be honest. Don't 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 don't. Tell me anything. Just be honest, all right? I know uh-huh. how much you hate Seth. But oh, yeah. come on now. I, it, but And you know what, though? When Every time you do that and Seth talks, I can't <laughs> think of anything else. 
And I'm like, doesn't his throat hurt? Either way, the car- I mean, the, the whole Monday Night Messiah, you're not digging that? No, I'm loving it. I think it's great. A lot of people don't like it. I, I wish I wish there was a crowd for it. Yeah. Because it would be so much better. Yeah. But I, I honestly think it's great. The, I'm waiting for the baptism of yes. uh, Austin Theory. Yes. <laughs> but, but the thing, too, you know, you brought that up. And, and Murphy coming down, you know, the hands crossed. Like, you know, yeah. I just think it's awesome. Um, I, I'm looking forward. I, I do look forward to those. Um, now, my lowest point of Raw uh, was the Street Profits and Viking Raiders bowling. I gave it a point five. Uh-huh. I didn't. Th- I know what they're doing. I do. I do. I know what they're doing, but do something else. Have it to where, <laughs> you know, the street profits have a match, and then the Viking Raiders come and attack them, or the Viking Raiders have a match and then have you know do what y'all been doing to waste damn time all this time. Have those two scenarios, then have one of the Street Profits fight against one of the Viking Raiders, and then the following week have the one Viking Raider fight against the other Street Profits, and then uh, make it a six-man tag by adding another person. And if you no, guys, no, 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 we we've done this, but that's what I'm. But <laughs> what I'm saying that. is, you know, they're killing time to wait until fans are actually in the stands for this. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's only obvious. That's why I'm saying. Then you, I'd rather do that. I'd rather see that than them, than them doing the bowling, the golfing, the basketball, the axe throwing. It's horrendous. Uh, overall, I gave Raw a two. My side note, though, and, and you got to agree with me on this one, Rick, but am I the only one that is liking Angel Garza's promos? Oh, my God. Did- I mean, I'm getting a little turned on. <laughs> That promo we like, did. Charlie, with, if you don't jump on him. I know, right? Wait, you're going to jump on him? <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying? Especially, like, it's funny because a lot of people are saying that he has, like, the Eddie Guerrero vibe. Uh-huh. And I see that. But this guy's creating, making it his own. Um, yeah. You know, with the with the broken English and, and you, know, you know, that if yeah. that doesn't make a girl's panties drop. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, because Charlie was almost there until Selena yeah. grabbed the fire <laughs> and tore it up. I just thought that was funny. But he's, he's a good wrestler. And even though he's doing very little with the promos, it's still working. All right. Yeah. All right, Rick, um, what do you got for, for, uh, for me, Smack, uh, SmackDown? For Raw. For me, the highest point of Raw was Apollo versus KO. I gave it a three. There was a great match between the two. Um, it got watered down when they did the tag team. That got to a one and a half. I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. Um, my lowest points was Rey Mysterio's promo. Yo, damn you, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, God. It was and then Dominic so coming bad. in. Oh, an eye for an eye. Shut up. Oh, God. Your little baby voice. Terrible. Um, Randy Orton's promo. Terrible. Uh, what else was the point five? Bowling, terrible. Overall, I gave Raw a one point five stars. I have to say this though: one of the most racist moments was during Nia Jax's promo. Though I gave it a two, she did not need to say "miha miha miha" Japanese. That was so racist. What are you doing? Who told her to do that? Like you're. Taping this. Yeah. You should have edited that part out. Yeah. You know, she, and, and then 
then we finally saw what she did to Kyrie Sane, and that shit, her feet they was not ready out. to get thrown. Yeah. yeah, but we saw, but it wasn't ready. She wasn't ready for that. Yeah. So, but, but I did hear that uh, Kyrie Sane said it was her fault. It wasn't it wasn't nice? Yeah, I mean, no one's gonna ever blame another wrestler, honestly, especially in this business where people are so. Yeah. Sensitive and, and about hierarchies, you're yeah. gonna be like, no, Naya, no, Naya didn't do it, no, mm-hmm. wasn't Naya. Uh, but that's it for me for Raw. On to NXT. Uh, NXT for me, the highest point. I, and you know what? There were two matches. Phantasma defeating Great Drake. I gave that a three. Uh-uh. And you know what? Santana Garrett defeating Aaliyah. I gave that a three. I really? think the story behind it. I really enjoy Santana Garrett. She's really good. She is good. And, uh, with the, the whole Robert Strauss thing, whatever the hell his company's called, <laughs> Robert Stone, <laughs> him and uh, and uh, uh, what's her name? Damn, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea Green, Green and Aaliyah, all that stuff. I like that build up, that was pretty cool. So I gave it a three. Oh, wow. But lowest point for me was Loomis, the artist. What the fuck are you doing with that? <laughs> that he's painting, but, the, but let me ask you a question should he be talking? No, he shouldn't. But he so shouldn't be doing caricatures. Do so how how is it gonna do these promos? Bro, just do the desk manager? there. Yeah, the but manager. the desk there, you can't. I'm sorry, you played the staring game before when you was a child. Yes. How many times did you laugh? I still do. <laughs> Wait, you still do? Wait, I still do. You and your wife? I, I'm a winner. Yeah, me and my wife. She hates it. She hates it. <laughs> so um, I'm taking. She wins all the time. Yeah, all day. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, but should he have a manager then? Yes, he should. No, he but, should but, not be drawing caricatures. No, no, that's ridiculous. Good drawing, though. But <laughs> now, should he be a heel or a face? Because I'm a little conflicted with it. Yeah, they have him as a face right now. Yeah, I think he, like, he needs to be a heel. Towards, he has to be a heel. So I have a feeling. I mean, I'll say it during my predictions. A little feeling about uh, Dexter Lewis showing up. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> um, overall, though, uh, I have to give... Uh, I gave NXT a 2.1 this week. Wow. High rating. Uh, for me, I agree with you. The main event, uh, Phantasma versus Drake. That was a really good match. Uh, Phantasma getting his first title. Uh, good for him. I gave it a 2.5. Uh, the lowest for me was Cameron Grimes versus Bronson Reed. Um, they've been using a lot of Cameron Grimes, and we know this, and they've also been using a lot of Bronson Reed. Now, Bronson Reed's a big boy. Yes. You cannot have him lose. He's been losing a lot, put it that way. Yes. You can't do that. Uh, a side mention, though, Brizango coming back in an astronaut uniform. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, well, well, you know Why? Why? Political reasons. They can't come out as cops right now. That would just oh, just yeah, not look true. good. Yeah. Yeah, them. but didn't they come out before something else? Before they this? have in the past. Yeah. yeah. So uh, who knows? They'll come out as different characters, I guess. Yeah. But, but again, uh, that's just to uh, oh, we got to give somebody a tag team title shot and show them. Yeah. That that's gonna lose and not hurt them. Yeah. Brizango losing a tag team title shot is atrocious. Uh, <laughs> Uh, now my I gave overall I gave NXT a one point seven five. Uh, now my side note, none of us touched on it, but the promo for the women's championship. Let me tell you something. Yes. I was excited. Was I was yes. excited for that one. 
Uh, I was really impressed. So, uh, yeah, NXT, I gave it a 1.75. All right. It is now time for AEW. Uh, for me, the highest point has to go to Cody defeating Jungle Boy. I gave it a 3. There was a very entertaining match. My lowest point for uh, AEW was Swole defeating uh, Rose and yeah. Cage defeating Sean Dean. Gave both a 1.5. Cage could have got more, but he has Taz in his corner. So it's going to give you, it's going to downgrade you. Um, <laughs> I also gave AEW a 2.1. So it's a tie with NXT. Wow. Um, I do have to say this, though, about AEW. I am digging the whole Sean Spears with the black glove. Now, a lot of youngsters don't know about the reference to the black glove. And the black glove goes back into the Black Jack Mulligan days Mm -hmm. and all the the Ted DiBiase days before he became a million-dollar man. About that black glove was a a source of power and bad guy uh, mentalities, you know, um, Mm -hmm. Dick Dastardly kind of thing. Seth is doing Um, that, too. Yeah, Seth is doing it as well. Um, but this one with the cuts, the the cut fingers mm-hmm. out and everything, the cut glove, that was definitely uh, old school uh, mentality. Ted DiBiase used to put foreign objects inside yeah. of it. So this is something maybe that Sean Spears can elevate. He could. Because honestly, the guy is drowning. And if you yeah. drown in but AEW. But he's been drowning since the big, soon as he got into AEW. Yeah. Jesus, yep. man. Talk about yeah. burying somebody. Uh, all right, for me, AEW wasn't, uh, eh. but it was funny because I have the same thing that you have. The highest was Cody versus Jungle Boy, and um, what was the other one? I had another one. Uh, oh, <laughs> Kenny Omega and uh, Paige versus Kip Sabian and Havoc. I did as much as I know a lot of people is not a fan of Havoc. Holy Jesus. Yeah. Um, well- uh, as much as people don't like him, I thought this was still a good match. It was kind of down the middle, a two and a half. Same thing with Cody versus Jungle Boy, two and a half. Um, I noticed it didn't change the belt. It's been two weeks, yeah. didn't change the belt. Yep, so, they're not going to. That's the bullshit they try to feed you. Yeah, and, exactly. And Cody saying, this is the belt that I was given, so I'm going to keep it. Yeah. No, motherfucker. No. That was the belt you guys made. That, it's that shit. was the belt you approved of. Yep. That was sh- it's shit. Yeah. And that's it. Just, You're just, not going to change it. Just embrace it, brother. Embrace it. <laughs> not that atrocity. Uh, but the lowest points was the same as you. Nyla Rose versus Big Swole. I gave it a one and a half. Brian Cage versus Sean Dean. I gave it a one and a half. Now, the Nyla Rose versus Big Swole. I get it. I know. Now, I'm a fan of Big Swole. Yes. She is still green, though. The hype is there. A little bit of too too much but you know tone it down just a tad save that energy for when you win save that energy for the hot spot save that you know she she tends to overdo that sometimes but i am a big fan of hers but she's another one build her up don't bring her down losing like that to me the more experienced one out of the two is big swole not a uh, that's a whole different topic uh, I gave AEW a 1.06 this week. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Not a big fan. Low. Yeah. Um, I do have to say also about AEW, um, interesting, Cole Cabana, I know you're not a big fan, but him in the Dark Order. Oh, you know what? Sorry. I apologize. My lowest point was not <laughs> Nyla Rose and Big Swole and Brian Cage. 
It was Cole Cabana versus Jericho. I gave it a .5. I said it in the beginning, and I'm sticking to my word. Anything Cole Cabana is in is automatic a .5. I don't go, fuck. You can hate me or not and say, well, you're not really doing your job. Yes, I am. <laughs> Sorry, .5. Cole Cabana, fuck with you. That, <laughs> with that being said, it is now time for <laughs> AEW versus NXT, the Wednesday Night Delight. Currently, NXT is ahead 21 to AEW's 10. Um, AEW and, and NXT, for me, are tied at 2.1. Mm. Um, all three members of uh, Wrestling POV Global voted in favor of NXT. Really? So, regardless of what I say. And regardless NXT of what I say. <laughs> so, NXT gets another bump up wow. to 22 to 10. Tony, what would you have said? Obviously, you were going NXT. I would have went NXT, yeah. Yeah, I would have went. And, you know, it's funny, too, because when we did the quarantine episode and uh, we talked afterwards, after the recording, we were talking about the the whole, you know, NXT versus AEW. And even them themselves, they were like, and we cover AEW. It's just we can't. It's hard to try to agree or push a show when it's, it's, there's a lot of flaws in it. And and the fact of <laughs> them being, a new, it's just, it's bad. Yeah. But at least they're doing it fair. <laughs> at least we're yeah. doing it fair. Yeah. And that's what I wish a lot of people understand too because it, it's, everybody's all on AEW's dick and they can't do no wrong and all this other shit. Oh, or vagina. Or vagina, yeah. I mean, we are penis over vagina, so. That's true. Um, now it's time for the SmackDown breakdown. For me, the highest point of SmackDown was Sasha and Bailey defeating Bliss Cross, giving it a two and a half. Mm-hmm. We all know what this is going to lead to. Yeah. We know at Backlash we'll have like a triple threat tag team title match or just Iconics versus Sasha yeah. and Bailey. Looks like Sasha and Bailey are going to be separating sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, with everything that happened during that match, with Sasha getting pushed out mm-hmm. by Bailey. So, we'll see what happens there. The lowest point for me, Jeff Hardy's promo was atrocious in the beginning. (laughs) AJ and Daniel Bryan's promo was atrocious. Both gave that a one. As well as New Day and Shorty G defeating Mojo Rawley, Cesaro, and Nakamura. Mm -hmm. Senseless. It's just stupid. Gave it a one. Also, I do have to mention, though, I was impressed with Miz and Morris' backstage segments. Really? I really enjoyed it. A lot of people didn't like it. The thing is, though, with Morrison, his, his... the way him and Miz flow together. Yeah. They're not the same, but they're saying it's, the same thing in different ways. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. just something about it that makes me really yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. I cannot stand Braun Strowman. I knew he was flipping the van from yeah, the I did first too. segment. So yeah, so did I. From the so first segment I. that they were in a van, I said, he's going to flip this fucking van. Mm-hmm. So overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.6. Not impressed. Otis is getting on my nerves with Mandy. <laughs> it's not believable. <laughs> This was all Mandy's idea. It's not believable. This is all Mandy's idea. All right, for me, it's funny because I think you've been looking at my notes. Same thing. Alexa Bliss. Alexa. Alexa Bliss and Nikki versus Bailey and Sasha. I gave it a two and a half. The lowest point was Jeff Hardy's promo at a point five. Uh, You already explained everything that needed to be explained. It was the word, same word taken out of my mouth too. But as a side note, uh, talking about the whole Braun Strowman and the Miz and Morrison thing, the one part when uh, Charlie was interviewing Braun 
And they were, yeah. you know, you knew there was obviously something was going to happen when they kept showing Miz and Morrison in the van. I think I would have laughed a lot more. Instead of doing the slime, change the mic to a high pitch for when he says, get these yeah. hands, do it in like a chipmunk voice. I would have lost it. I really would have enjoyed that better than the slime. Even though that was funny, though. Because they were like, it's supposed to be on the left side. You sure? And they were arguing about it. I thought that was pretty funny. Either way. But I would have rather seen them mess with the mic and, yeah. and it sound like a chipmunk. Get these hands. <laughs> uh, overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.64 this week. Wow. All right. So it is now time for Raw vs. SmackDown vs. NXT. Currently, Raw is ahead 6 to NXT's 1 to SmackDown's 1. Tony, I think we're going to run into a little issue here. Yes. Right now, the way I look at it, you have NXT. No, you have NXT on the bottom. You have no. SmackDown and Raw. I got SmackDown on the bottom. Oh, NXT SmackDown on the and bottom, Raw. NXT in the middle, and yeah. then Raw. Yep. All right. For, for me, I have it NXT, SmackDown, and then Raw. So, so we're going to wow. have to... We're going to have to come into a little bit of a yeah. finagling here. Um, for me, listen, this is my and this is my take on why NXT should be the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think NXT had one of the best builds to a pay-per-view that we've had in a long time. We have the pay-per-view coming up this week, tomorrow. And mm-hmm. I think NXT did a great job at building the stories. We had Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae. And I can't stand Candice LeRae. But they had a great opening match. Which led then to a intergender, um, an intergender match. But after their first match, we get, then all of a sudden have the other women come out, and now we have a six six woman yeah. tag match built for that. So I feel like the stories that were being developed throughout the night was really good. I love the like you said the women's promo for the women's title match. Then all of a sudden Adam Cole and Dreams promo that package was also pretty good. Um, and then we had the big story, Cinderella storybook ending at the end. I feel like from beginning to end, uh, NXT brought it all for you. Now, Raw, even though for me it was on the bottom, it was only on the bottom by point one. Oh, wow. Um, the reason why was because of segments like MVP and Lana was just terrible. Rey Mysterio's promo was terrible. Orton's promo was terrible. Drew McIntyre beating MVP. Come on, you're wasting... That shouldn't have been the main event. The main event should have been Charlotte versus Asuka. You were building champion versus yeah. champion. And that I think just the, the packaging... Yeah. I think the packaging of Raw could have been a lot better had they rearranged some things. Now, don't get me wrong. Raw, as as low as I graded it, I was entertained by it. Mm-hmm. But NXT, from beginning to end, for me, was the, the best show of the week. That's my POV. You take it or leave it. Well, you, I mean, you, you said a goddamn 10 minutes worth. What, what, what else am I supposed to say after that? No. <laughs> I, you know, no, I'll agree with you. I mean, the setup for NXT TakeOver uh, in your house was good. Um, I, but the one thing I will disagree with you, though, is the Candice Ray versus Medium. I hated everything about it. And it was so predictable that it was going to end up being an intergender match. Um, oh, yeah. That, but you're that right, though. Sure, I did like the fact that the other women were coming around and they were, you know, plugging this whole thing for the match at NXT TakeOver. The women, uh, the women's promo, let me tell you, I was hyped for it. When they showed, when they yeah. did, I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck her up. Um, <laughs> but on a side note, one thing we did not mention was the fact that uh, Killer Cross 
made an appearance too. I'm a huge fan. That's why, and that's why that's the only reason why I gave Grimes versus Reed a two. Yeah, was because this guy came out. First of all, he has no veins in his eyes. You know when you <laughs> his pupil, his eye, the white part of his eyes is clear white. Yeah. So he, he's like tick tock. Yeah. He just it's fucking <laughs> scary. Yeah, it really it's is so good. He threw Bronson Reed like he was a rag doll. Yeah, this guy is. Oh my god, I cannot wait. Like Champa and him mm-hmm. are gonna put on they, a fucking. They're show. gonna blow. That's gonna away. be a match of the year candidate. I'm telling yeah. you right and we now. We haven't had much. After, well, nah. yeah, been the, with the quarantine. But I will say this though, and then I, you know, I think you kind of changed my mind a little bit too. Um, but the, but even uh, you didn't mention too much into it. But the uh, Phantasma versus Drake, you know, despite what we talked about earlier on the uh, the Facebook poll and everything else, I still love the, the ending to NXT. Oh yeah, it was way better than all three shows combined. Uh, and I'm talking about Raw, SmackDown, and AEW. Um, you know, he lost. You did think for a second. Oh, shit, he's just done. And then once Triple H came out with the contract, all right, it was a good ending. It was a happy ending, you know, and everybody clapped and cheered for him. I just, Drake, don't ever cry again. It was terrible. (laughs) Your mouth looked like a butthole. Just cut that out. It was bad. Come on, man. Yes, it was. It looked like a butthole. But either way, it was still a good ending. I liked it. Um, I'm, I'm glad Phantasma did end up taking the belt. So I agree with I'll agree. I'll go with NXT. Sure. All right. So NXT is now on the board with its second victory as Raw is ahead 6-2 to two to SmackDown's 1. That's only their All second right. one, really? That's only their second one, yes. Raw was on a Holy little shit. rampage there. Uh, wow. It is now time for NXT TakeOver in your house. Now, speaking of NXT pay-per-view TakeOver in your house, uh, of course, we still got the pay-per-view points game. Rick, go into more details on what we're going to do uh, when Hulkamania comes at you, brother. <laughs> All right, hopefully Hulkamania doesn't come at me because <laughs> I might have to call the cops. But I will have to say or this. Or get pregnant. All right. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the pay-per-view points game has been a staple of the Wrestling POV podcast. And I have to say this. During this quarantine, we haven't had many uh, pay-per-view points games because of the the fact that shows are being taped. And we did say at the end of the year, we were going to give a Wrestling POV championship to the winner. So we've had two uh, games so far under our belts. What we are going to do is once an audience gets back into our our pay-per-view, once we get back to normal life, we will restart the pay-per-view points game. And continue, I mean, not restart. We're going to continue the pay-per-view points game up until 12 pay-per-views. So when we start the pay-per-view points game up again, once we get to 12 pay-per-views, that's when we're going to cut it off and that's when we're going to crown a champion. So basically, we're still going to do within a year, but we're going to just wait until we get a normal audience, a normal a normal schedule back in yeah. order until this when quarantine. They, basically, when they stop taping a lot yes. of these, because even this NXT TakeOver pay-per-view, there's, I think, Adam two Cole matches and, they, they yeah. taped already. Um, yeah. The Backlot Brawl was taped. And I think there was another one, too. I'm not sure which one it was. But either way, you know, 
as long as they keep taping these, then we really we don't just think it's fair for um, us to continue with the paper points game because somebody might have an edge. You know, me, I got a lot of inside scoop on shit. So it wouldn't be fair, and I want it to be fair. I want, you know. And I will cheat. And he will, will cheat. Rick will cheat. So what Rick was saying is there's going to be times in the month's period, once everything's yeah. back to normal, that we might do three pay-per-view points game in one month yeah. just so we can catch up. Catch up. Um, I think the end of the year is January, isn't it? We said the, the Royal yeah. Rumble, right? No, we said it's from January to December. So TLC. Oh, okay. Uh, so there you go. So there's going to be... T- so in other words, if there's a WWE pay-per-view, an AEW pay-per-view, and an NXT pay-per-view in one month, we're going to do all three of those to count yes. towards the pay-per-view points game. It's not just going to be a uh, WWE, um, but once we're at the point to like, let's just say we already did 10 by November, then we'll... We're gonna go back to the one pay per view for November and the one pay uh, the final pay per view in December. For December, so yep. you know, even if there was two other ones bef- during that time, uh, I don't know. We might even change our mind, but who knows? But I don't see it uh, us doing two pay per views. But we want to get at least twelve in by December, uh, just to make it fair. You know, uh, you know, it sucks. That this happened because I was really looking forward to what the standings would be by now, uh, you know. Because normally in the beginning it's 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 a tight race, so to speak. But uh, we'll we'll see we'll see. Um, but yeah, we're doing it this way just so we can catch up, and uh, hopefully things will get back to normal soon. So, all right, NXT Takeover in your house. These are just our predictions. Uh, Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, and Shotzi Blackheart. Versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. I like her. Yeah, I mean, that's a good team right there. And you know what? With that being said, the thing is, Raquel Gonzalez can't take too many more losses. No. Well, she did win. Was it last week or the week before? Recently, but before her first match ever, she lost. And uh, we can't have her losing. So, but with that being said, I'm going with Shotzi Blackheart, Mia Yim, and... uh, and uh, what's her name? Tox. Cox. Name? Knox. <laughs> Knox. Tegan Knox. Tox. Cox. Tegan Knox. What kind of name is that? Oh. Hey, come here, Cax. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. Me and Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blockhart, I think they'll take this win. But I can also see Shotzi being the fall girl in this match, yeah. too. So it could be. But they've been plugging her lately. They've been, you know, hyping her up. Uh, the next match, Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Now, I will say this. I wish that there was more to this. This was the one match they didn't really build. Exactly. And and I wish there was more to this. Because for me, I think they just concentrated too much on Johnny Gargano and Keith Lee. Keith Lee. You know, like they could have skipped a week on that. And did something really big with this one with uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Uh, my prediction for this: you got to give it to Damian Priest. I'm a big, yeah. I'm a huge Finn Balor fan, but I'm a bigger Damian Priest fan because there's a lot of potential in him, and uh, I don't think you, 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 I don't think you give him the loss on this one. You got to give it to, you got to give it to him. For sure, I agree. And if I, if we were playing the game, I max out on this one for sure. Uh, really, Damian Priest. 
would have it has to win. There's no way you have Finn Balor go over. Damian Priest has been the full guy far too many times. Mm. I don't even remember the last time I seen him win at a pay per view. I don't think he has. I think Damian his first Priest? pay per view may have. Yeah. No. Well, the one was uh, I think it was the Plus ladder match. Martinez probably. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Was he? Da- no. I think he was Damian Priest. I think he oh, only he came out already- as Punishment Martinez on his debut, and then. Oh, okay. After that, he's been Damian Priest. Okay. Um, well, Damian Priest needs a win. He does. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. I mean, we know, we both know, this is his first major fight. <laughs> you cannot have him lose. You know who wins this match? I'll tell you right now. The fans. Yeah. The fans win this match. Yep. This is going to be a brawl. And I'm going to love it. I like Karrion Cross. Better win. He better win. But this is going to be like Tommaso Ciampa. If there's anybody that can help with this match, it's going to be Tommaso Ciampa. I agree. For sure. Yeah, I agree. All right, for the North American Championship, Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano. For the love of God. I don't uh, Who do I want to lose? <laughs> Honestly. I don't want any of them to win. I, I don't either, but I, I think Johnny's going to take it. I think Johnny Gargano is going to take the North American Championship, and uh, I think they might do one or two matches. And I see, I see Keith Lee going up to the main roster. Okay, Vince is huge on him. Yeah, he really is. You know, that you say that Vince was huge on somebody else that he's not so big on anymore. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. The, I, was no, it, uh, uh, Jesus, was it on Raw? Yeah, it was on Raw. Uh, it was on Raw. Who was it? Who was it? Come on, Rick. Think, 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 think. Oh, I'm losing it. I don't know. <laughs> no, I know. He, I know because I'm thinking of it too. Um, Damn, it was somebody. Yeah, he was high on this see person if I too. Can find it real quick. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, either right, way, I mean, but I'll see if I can find it. No, you still didn't say who for the North American Championship. You just said who did you, you didn't want to win. You got to go with. Uh, you got to pick a winner. Not a chicken dinner. That that didn't make sense. And I, I think I lost him either way. Because he's looking it up because it's bothering him. Me, like I said, Johnny Gargano is winning. He's going to get, uh, I think he's going to get this title. And Why are they hi- so hyped up on him anyways? That's my question. I just don't see it. I don't. All right. Well, while we ra- wait for Rick, uh, let's go with the... Look at that. Call was dropped. He wasn't even there. That's okay. Uh, now let's go with the women's championship. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai. So now Hello? I'm going with, yeah, you hung up on me. Yeah. Uh, now, did you find out or no? Did you find yes, out? Yes, Lacey Evans. It wasn't on Raw. It was SmackDown. He, he was, really? He's not high on Lacey Evans anymore. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, so now yeah. before I went, I was going on to the women's match, but you didn't pick a winner for the uh, North American Championship for Keith Lee. And- yeah, I'm – Keith Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, so the women's – the NXT Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai. Now, with the rumors I said earlier, Io Shirai heading to, to the main roster. So, I mean, who you pick on this one? You know what? I'm going to have to go with Rhea Ripley, and Charlotte goes back up because Charlotte has no business being in NXT. So I'm going to go with no, Rhea she Ripley. Don't. Gets, Especially gets like since this pandemic started, you know they have her all over the damn place. Yeah. Jesus. 
right. Uh, yeah. No, I agree with you. I do. I think new champion. Yeah. Uh, now for the NXT Championship, uh, backlot brawl. Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream. All right, I gotta go with Adam Cole, baby. Because now let me ask you a question. Oh, now and and yeah, I think that will happen. Um, Just the fact of the call up. uh, I mentioned Velveteen Dream too, so I don't think that's gonna happen. But also, I've been hearing a lot lately, and we touched based on it last week. uh, Adam Cole didn't re-sign yet, and people are already assuming. That he's going to AEW. Um, you know what they say about assuming. Oh no! I, well, you know you what? You don't. You don't. You don't know. <laughs> Damn it, try to get now, to here, here's the deal. Uh, he's he's probably waiting, just like a lot. I've seen a lot of people do lately, and he's going to get the highest amount he can. They're not going to let him go. They're no. not. I'm sorry. They're just not. Um, they don't want him going to AEW. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he retains for sure. Definitely for sure. May I please have your attention? The store will be closing in five minutes. All righty, then. All right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Don't have to be mean. <laughs> but that is uh, your NXT TakeOver. Um, yeah. You want to go over the book, Rick? Yeah, let's go over the book. Let's go over the book. All right. Those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most heinous things in the week of wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) I fooled you. (laughs) Anyways, we just put them in and we get a good laugh about it. You uh, know what, Tony? I just have to say this. What a... What what about the fans that look forward to you after two hours saying the most and right. you just took that away from them? All right, I apologize. Let me start all over. Those that are new to the show, I put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and we just get a good laugh about it, a good ha-ha and a hee-hee here and there, and you, the fans, also have a voice in this too. Anything that bothers you, say, hey, you know what? This needs to be in the book. And we can either agree or disagree, and more than likely we agree. And we'll put it in there for y'all, and we talk about it, we get a good laugh about it. All right, we ready? Yes, sir. Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. Yo, he made a comment on NXT, I just had to fast forward through it. I just didn't want to watch it. Oh, really? Well, see, I have the dual screen, so I watch both, but I always listen to AEW, then I do NXT unless it's a promo spot, and then I'll switch over. And I did the same thing. I didn't listen. What? Do you know anything? He was just basically, he was just talking about, uh, well, Velveteen, he needs to, uh, it's not oh, about the tights, geez. and it's not about his look, it's about the, not about the entrance, it's about winning, and he needs to win. Ah, yeah, he can go fuck good. himself. I hope he's not on the pre-show tomorrow. Oh, he will be. Uh, all right, Kofi's Goldilocks. Ugh, stays. Atrocious. Garza's cousin Speedos. Stays. Aleister Black's hairy nipples. <laughs> stays. <laughs> Uh, Liv Morgan's cage wedgie stays. You know, I want to stay. No. Oh, okay. Uh, He hasn't been on TV for a while. Yeah. (laughs) Coronavirus. Stays. Bronze Caterpillar. Stays. Natalia's acting. Stays. And finally, Fidel Cody. (laughs) Stays. And it was confirmed his mother is Cuban. Yep. So there you go. Kobe really Kobe. Oh my god. Kobe. My 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 Spanglish came out. 
Cody. <laughs> Cody. Oh, my Lord. Cody is half Cuban. Go figure that one out. <laughs> All right, that's it for the show. Um, yeah, tune in next week. We'll give you guys more content, the results of NXT TakeOver in your house. And again, if you guys have got any comments, throw that shit on us, man. Just throw it on there and we'll talk about it, either for us, the global guys, or if you're an MMA fan, MMA POV, they got their own show every Monday or Tuesday? Monday. Monday. Monday and stay tuned on Thursday for uh, WPOV Quarantine, where we'll be discussing the 1992 Royal Rumble. And uh, get to see our faces. I have a feeling this is going to be a doozy. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a after doozy. That, after that last episode? Yes, yes. I'm bringing the pain. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. So, if there's any comments or questions that you want us to talk about on the quarantine episode, throw it on our Facebook page and we'll, trust me, we'll talk about it on that day. So, with that being said, I am your host. Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel, Richard Reynolds, and our intern, Miguel Coadios. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, now, of course, I will play my song off my playlist, and you just go up against the wrestling POV crew. Ready? I'm going to lose. Yeah, I might lose. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> is this WCW? No. You, you're going to be mad. Is this Tony East? No. Oh, no. WCW? Nope. A current star. Is this is current? Yeah. <laughs> and he's in NXT? Is this Chomp? No, he's not Chomp. Is, is this Karrion Cross? Karrion Cross. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I'm sorry. By the way, Karrion Cross is trying to look like me. All right. <laughs> TikTok. You don't know the lights. <laughs> <laughs>